you know, I've been talking and meeting, you know, tile contractors here that have flown in and driven in from around the world, around the country, I should yeah. say. <laughs> One day we'll have around the world. That'll be good. <laughs> That'll be real good. But their zeal and their passion to be here, and, and many of them have told me social media, mud, all this stuff has reignited their passion for tile after they thought about maybe calling it quits, you know, or maybe they just took it up a notch. I mean, that's how it was for me. So we want to talk about industry training a little deeper today. Uh, Scott, we'll, we'll go back to you and you can tell us your journey through the certified tile installer program um, and, and kind of what that means to you and, and what's your, you know, what's you see in these guys and girls who take this test, you know, like we did yesterday. Go ahead and uh, Thank you. Any, thank any you. one of those questions I just threw at you. <laughs> All of the above. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I was hired in 2007 to create the Certified Tile Installer Program. It had never been, we had never had any kind of program in the tile industry, and other trades did. So I sat down with a, several groups of folks to create a document because there was nothing out there in the marketplace that really spoke to the tile contractor. So we actually wrote that in-house, and to this day we still produce it in-house as the training manual for the Certified Tile Installer Testing Program. It took us a year to get that all wrapped up. So in 2008, in April, we had our inaugural CTI event at the Covering Show in Orlando with five installers. Uh, first one is Dan Welch out of Michigan. Uh, Dan and his son were number one and number two. Uh, interesting thing about Dan, he took the test, but he also had to go introduce people on the circuit. So he actually changed clothes, did that, came back, and he still finished first. So wow. Dan is a machine. But uh, it was all good. That was our kickoff, and industry buy-in was somewhat slow at that point. But now it's great. I mean, I, I, I enjoy great relationships with with Ron and Ed prior to at Ladycrete and other manufacturers as well. It's it's not a matter of, well, we'll see. It's more of a when and where do you need it. And that's, that's been really the, the fun part of this industry because if I pick up the phone and folks are asking for uh, how can we help, I get more of the how can we help than I ask them if you can. And it's been a great ride. It's a slow start uh, getting off. Many people didn't know what it was and really didn't need it. Now we have a great camaraderie that has developed, which is super. Uh, we have several Facebook pages directed strictly to CTIs, and that has grown. Uh, but the part that I never thought of when we designed it was we're going to put a website and a listing of people that have passed, never realizing the volume of people that hit that looking for qualified people, unfortunately, that have gotten the black eye syndrome where the bad install was done because they didn't do their due diligence and found that they had poor workmanship. So now they're looking for the second piece of that puzzle, and they're still willing to pay for it because they want tile, and that's what we need to do a better job. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. That's a good phrase, the black eye syndrome. And, um, you know, Scott... It really sounds like you put a lot of work, you know, up front before you even launched, a lot of thought, and, and you're a very meticulous person. And, um, you know, what, when, so when you're going through this and, and, and you're, um, you know, feel free to jump, help me out, guys. Sure, sure. You know, what I'm getting at is, is as, you're, as you're building this thing, I, I know there has to be discouragement, there has to be obstacles. How do you, how do you keep going? How do you overcome that? 
I have a real goal to make this industry better. And my predecessor was Dave Gobus, who I think to this day is still the most knowledgeable guy in the industry. And Dave said whenever I took over, he says, I'm really sorry I got you into this. <laughs> but like Dave. Love, I got to love I mean, Dave, I love the guy. He is just fabulous. But I felt that we could make a difference. And that's one thing he said to me as he left Pendleton, South Carolina. He says, you really think you can make a difference? I said, yeah, I do. It's nothing about me. This, this program is like my – you have kids? I have one child. So this is – the program is like one of my children. Yeah. You can mess with me all you want, but don't mess with my kids. <laughs> I like that. And it's just – it's something that we need because there is no way to qualify labor. We finally got qualified labor into the handbook, and that was a big stepping stone. We got things into uh, ARCOM in the specs to have qualified labor outlined with the boilerplates that they really cut and paste, and the, the spec is already written. So the framework is there. It was slow going getting started. People didn't think we really needed it, but now we're seeing, yes, we do need it. But the problem we have now is so everyone is so busy. I set up the programs, and we may have 50% of the people attend because they are, they're working 612s, yeah. and they don't have another day to fit that test in. Conversely, when we hit, went through this slow period of 2007, right after I was hired, to 11, nobody had any money. So we, we did some innovative things to get people in, involved and, and take the test, I can't create time. So we're, just, we're riding the storm right now to try to get people to the point where they're, they're on board, they register, they take the online knowledge test, and it's just that day and a quarter that I need for the hands-on test, which we did here uh, yesterday and have done in, in MUD3 at Fresno uh, pre-COVID, which was an interesting dynamic as well. But COVID has really slammed us very, very difficultly. Uh, Funding-wise, much of our funding comes from the covering show, uh, and that went from their high number to zero. So we've done some creative things. Ron was instrumental in helping us with a, an auction program that we did. Uh, I went to Ron with an idea, and he said, don't do that. <laughs> he, he, it's he, easy he, to tell you what not to do. <laughs> he, he, he had some great do-not-dos, yeah. which we followed, and it, it worked really well as a, as a, a supplemental program to keep us afloat uh, because we are funded by the industry. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I, if I could interject, the one, one thing I love about uh, what's happened here and what you've done personally is that it has been such a, a, a stone soup kind of thing, like the entire industry is, is part of it. And, I, and you know, as, at Laticree, we, we're in a lot of different industries, not just tile and stone. Obviously, our core and where we grew up and, where, you know, where we are, our tile and stone, but this is such a special industry. It's definitely different than anywhere else. And I also, you know, we sell coatings, we, we are in masonry, and we're in, all, you know, we're in a lot of different things. And I will tell you that um, watching and participating with the education programs that the tile industry has, it's really second to none. I, I've never seen anything like it. And having people that are willing to sacrifice, and, and listen, this guy will never complain. I've never seen him ever say a negative thing about what he does, but I don't even know how many. You've got to be a million miles on the road. <laughs> I mean, talk about a road warrior. We've got people, you know, we got people that are uh, on the road for, like, sales reps and things like that. 
he would laugh at their mileage. <laughs> you know, just the amount of staying away from the family, you know, sacrifice being on the road. Living on the road is a hard thing. And having someone who's willing to do that is really special. I, I really have always appreciated you for that. Thank you. Because there's, it is undeniable that he is working and the, and the organization is working to try to make it better, trying to make our people better, trying to help people learn. And uh, it's, it's great for us. It's the future, really. Because if we don't start getting together like this um, and having this fellowship and camaraderie and, and making each other better, we're going to be commoditized. You know, and, and that's a bad place to be. Uh, and it's hard as a, as a person who is into technology as well and the future, you know, building future technologies. I need to have good, solid talent, you know, to, to give my technology to. Yeah. You know, and so that's why we're really, we're really excited and, and happy to be part of it. And mud is just like this. Right, and I think that's where really mud kind of fills that gap. You know, I mean, this is about the installer, the connections, the groups, you know, uh, I mean, we got reps out here, we got uh, suppliers, we got, um, you know, the installers out here. Everybody's on an even keel here. This isn't about making the sale or moving this product here. This is about the guy getting the mud on the wall. You know, Grandpa, 84 years old, he's been slinging mud since 1952. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That's crazy to me. You know, and... and you know, being able to meet these people, we got Rod out here. We, you guys can't see him in the camera, but he's got this foam peace logo behemoth. <laughs> you know, right there, my boy. And you know that—that's what it's about. You know, we get out here, we're supporting each other, we're making connections. We got the the steel mixer, dude. Yeah, these we got entrepreneurs. Oh, you know, tile God, contractor dude. entrepreneurs. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's, they're they're fellowshipping, they're networking, they're inspiring each other, they're learning from one another. I mean, right. and that's what it's right. all about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you really like nailed it down, I mean, we got we got networking going on here, we got product development going on here, we we got some crazy foam peace sign thing going on over here you know what i mean it, it, you know we're gluing miters over here with the glue daddy you know what i mean it's it, 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 we're, we're doing everything it's a, it's a little bit of everything you know everybody's having fun everybody's meeting each other and this you know and, and at the core of it you know is is this education you know, education, communication, education. And I think that that in the long run is really going to help with promoting the CTI, promoting, you know, advanced education and take us in the right direction. You know, because I, this is something like you're saying with the social media. Five years ago, I didn't know nothing about any of this. You know, and, and the, I think where, where I was at the first 15 little bit plus years of my career, where I've gone the last five years of my career, night and day. Night and day. That's really, uh, really nice. Thanks for sharing. Everybody shared some real golden nuggets there. Uh, the, the one thing you forgot that we have here is we also have a little bit of rest and relaxation going on. <laughs> and, and I want to say that in all seriousness because, you know, you guys, like Scott said, and I'm going to talk about this too, uh, you're, work, you're out there working very hard, very long weeks. Uh, and if, if you don't slow down and take care of your mind, take care, take care of your body, slow down, give it time to rest, you're, you're going to burn out. Burning out, you're going to end up losing more money. And this brings me to Scott's point, uh, which you stated brilliantly, and this is something I've always noticed too, the, the vicious cycle. 
well, I'm too busy to invest back into my company. I'll do it later. I'm too busy to know my numbers. I'll do it later. I'm too busy to get that website. I'll do it later. I'm too busy to go to industry trainings. I'll do it later. Then the slow times comes and you're sitting on your couch broke and you can't leave your house. You can't invest back in your company. You can't build that website. You can't go to coverings. You can't go to mud. So do it now. You're never going to, you know, I want to work out. I want to do, I want to do 75 hard. I've been talking about it for months. I just got to start doing it. Do it now. Otherwise, I'll never get into that habit. Show up to these events. Invest in your company. Otherwise, you'll never do it. You cannot push things off and just push things off because time goes by and and the vicious cycle continues. So make time for this type of stuff. And it doesn't have to be mud. Maybe there's something else close to you. Maybe it's, you know, uh, uh, a a CTI event closer to you or a Lady Creek training closer to you. Um, Just start somewhere get involved. Uh, one other thing that I'd like to move into that Scott mentioned was that black eye syndrome. And what you were referencing here is uh, what we like to, I like to call tile hacks, right? Correct? Like hack, do exist. hacks jobs that just look terrible. Um, we, you know, I'm, I went over to an Airbnb house last night and there was like a half inch to three quarter inch silicone joint on a, um, on a corner of the shower and it was sharp. They didn't, they didn't, stone it nothing and it's just like this is the kind of work that's out there and it gives the industry a black eye how do we fight it how do we combat it what like i mean you know all this stuff right but what happens if we don't um i want to say fix i guess fix i I was thinking of a different word but what happens if we don't start to remedy and turn that ship around turn those black guys that mine yeah let's start with you scott you may you may regret that There's two things that are, wrong, that are going on now. We all know there is not enough help anywhere. There is not a restaurant on Boulevard out here that is not put a sign out, help wanted, whether it's busing tables, cooks, servers, whatever. That's a trade that takes some indoctrination, but not a great deal. We need three to five years to get somebody up to a speed of a master mechanic. That's and aggressive. That's very aggressive. That's pretty aggressive. So we have to turn it around because people my age were already leaving the industry. I'm just too dumb to get out. That if we don't, and what's thrilling is I had a couple of guys that in that test that were probably un- under 30. That's what we've got to have. Or even more elementary is getting into the high schools and the trade schools and the right. tech schools to pull those people into the trade because... I don't think there's anybody standing out here watching that hasn't been well blessed by this industry. I am just, I am so blessed to be able to have gotten into this industry. And once you're in, you, it's sort of like Hotel California. You can never leave. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just been a thrill for me. And that's, that's really run to your point is what drives me to just keep going because we've got to get this done. It's not easy. If it were easy, everybody else would have already done it. And then we need the training of who we have now in a MUD event. And we need to get those new folks in. We just started with a, an organization called the Floor Covering Education Foundation. And we're an integral part. It's, it's uh, wood, ceramic, and floor covering. And they have amassed some funds to be able to drive this, that they're going to scholarship people. In fact, my my training program in South Carolina is in September 17th that week. They'll pay for half of it. 
That's really an inducement, especially the people that are looking to get into this trade. I've got a father and son coming. Yeah, awesome. Right. So they're, they're willing to put the money up to get the people to that point, but then we have to have the next step to be able to get them throughout that process because, unfortunately, we don't have an apprenticeship program out there finished. There's things out there that are, that are great and that have done a great service to the industry, but this program that they're working with, which we're a, a part of now, I hope is going to be something that dovetails this thing together. Because if we don't train, I mean, these guys are great. Thank you guys for coming. But it's the ones that are not here. That empty seat right there is indicative. When I do workshops for the NTCA, thank you guys for coming. That's the guy I need. I need the guy that's here because he's smarter, he's done it longer, and he doesn't need any training. And, and he's right. We can't train him if he doesn't have the attitude. I'll pick on these two young guys that I had in this class. Those two boys have attitude. Not a bad one. These young men have an attitude of, I want to do this, and I want to get better. Three, That's what we've got to have. I think those boys had three, four years experience. Yep, yeah, three, exactly. Three, four years experience, and, and they finished. Yeah. You know, I know, I know uh, I, I've known of a, more than a handful of guys with 20 years experience that don't finish. Yeah. You know, and having the, the mental, like, you know, you hear a lot about talk about the CTI this, I don't need it, I don't there, and I tell people, you know, just get in front of that module and do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you mentally have to be prepared to finish this thing. There's, there's a lot of steps to complete in nine hours, and if you don't mentally prepare yourself before this of what you're going to do in time for this, uh, one of the guys I talked to him out front that you were talking about, he goes, man, I, I sat up because I, I had trouble sleeping last night. And I, and I told myself, this is what I'm going to do between 7 to 8. This is what I'm going to do between 8 and 9. And that's the mentality. And I said, and I said, keep that with you. I said, I've been doing this a long time, man. I said, I've been doing this a long time. Monday through Friday, have that mentality. Wake up in the morning. That's where, you're, that's where I, I call us the one-bucket army. You know what I mean? It, you, it's just you, a truck, and you're going to doing these jobs, and you're relying on yourself. You know what I mean? And you've got to program yourself that if you don't complete these jobs, there's not tomorrow. There's not this. You've got to get these things done in a timely fashion. If you're going to get to the next job and you're going to make yourself profitable, profitable for your son to take over your business, profitable enough to have employees at some point in time, you've got to get out there and get it done. That's, that, that's a major part of the CTI. Like I told him, you finished. To me, that's a win. That's a win. You get the number, okay. You get the number, you don't get the number, right. You finish this test, that's a win. That's a win. You, 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 that means that you've got it in your mind to complete projects. Like I have buddies when I took my CTI. Super nervous, super nervous. I said, hey, man, you're doing your job. You're just doing your job. Get in there, get on that module, and get your paycheck. And that's it. And that's it. Whether you pass or not, okay, you know, but get in there, complete it. Get your paycheck. So I can give you a, a non-installer uh, industry person's I'm, perspective. Please do. Yeah. So um, guess what? I go through the same thing. You know, I'm continually trying to educate myself. I'm continually trying to sharpen my tools. I'm continually trying to push myself. My executives that work for me, I demand that same mentality. The managers that are in our organization, we demand that same mentality. There's no difference. You know, and, and this is the thing. If you were, if you were going to leave this industry and work for someone else or whatever, that same mentality is portable. 
exactly. don't want you to leave the industry, but the point is, in order to be successful, that's what you have to have. Things are changing too fast in the world. The, the technologies that we use are changing too fast. If you're not in a continuing education process, you're going to get swamped. You're going to get left behind. You're going to eventually not be able to compete. It's an evolutionary process, and, it, and it's definitely part of being the fittest. You know, that survival of the fittest mode is continual improvement, continual education. And the great part about events like this and, and having an opportunity to actually put a bar out there and measure yourself is that you have an opportunity to put that yardstick up and say, well, I fell short this time. I actually appreciate the people who fail. Absolutely. Okay? I appreciate the people who fail and then get back up and take that test again. I have heard stories, and you, know, you would actually know the real number, but I have heard stories of people that have taken this two, three, even more opportunities to, to do this, but they eventually got through. That's the guy I want on my crew. Because right. that's a guy that's going to work right. his butt off in order to see to it that I'm successful as a partner. And that's what the CTI is about. It's not about what, whether you can set a tile on a point and do a little corner. Although I think it is pretty interesting if you break down. <laughs> it is a very interesting test if you break it down scientifically what you put together. It's actually quite, pretty interesting. Right. But it's not about making that. If, if you can do this and you can manage yourself, that's the point. It's self-management. And guess what? Success of all types is self-management. Right. How much pain can right. you endure that your competitors around you will not? That is the difference. Right. I, you know, I always tell people, you know, um, I started with Laticrete. In fact, one of the things that I love about where this is right now is I live in Utah. Um, my, when I was a sales rep 17 year, 16 years ago when I started at Laticrete, I had Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, and Eastern Washington. So this is sort of like coming home, right? So I'm here in, in the field with in a great, by the way, it's a beautiful showroom. It's a beautiful showroom. Gorgeous. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody who's here right now, if you can hear my voice, you really should look at this showroom. It's gorgeous. Um, but you have real people here, real mechanics who are, who are doing this, taking time out. But you have this family network that you're automatically in. And I'm back... I'm walking around talking to people that are even competitors that, you know, have, name an industry. You name an industry where two competitors give each other a hug, ask about how's your mom, how's your family. They actually, and we're not just talking, not making small talk. We actually really give a crap about each other. Right. And so that to right. me is really the, uh, the, the, the condensed version of what happens at these things. Right. To me, the mud event is sort of like the burning man of Tyler. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody, right. nobody, everybody's coming here with, to have a good time. The, the vibe is awesome. There's nobody. Everybody's got the same mentality. They're, everybody's trying, trying to have a good time. It's mellow. People are having great conversations. You're literally missing out if you're not here. You are. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really appreciate you, you know, bringing up this uh, self-improvement. Um, you know, successful attitude, you know, and I, I want to talk to the, the test takers who maybe uh, didn't, didn't pass or didn't finish. Um, and it's interesting, Ron, that you bring this out. You know, 80, 90% of the guys and, and girls I talk to that take the CTI, 
it's personal for them, and it's 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 very personal. Um, they they want to prove it, you know, to themselves. And you know, like Randall yesterday said, this is like my ed- this is like my college. He's like, I didn't go to college, I didn't go to school, but taking this test is 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 you know, I, I I'm proving to myself that I am a tile setter, you know. And he was one of the guys four years in, and so he's never set, you know, he's probably never set these four by four type of tiles in you know the last four years, right? I mean, a lot of the guys who you know are, are a little bit older, they've set this stuff. Uh, like Mike, uh, who was I talking to? But anyway. The, the, the point I wanted to kind of drill in and home in on here is I was talking to Woody Sanders, and he said something about success. And uh, he said he spent like five figures over $10,000 on this uh, equipment. It was a software, you know, computer equipment. And in the end, he had to scrap the whole project. And I said, oh, man, did that feel like a failure? He said, immediately. He said, no, it was a success. And I said, what do you mean by that? And so I want to tell the guys and, and girls who, who don't pass the first time, don't view it as a failure. You didn't fail. What did you learn? Right. What did you learn from right. not passing? What did you learn from showing up and getting it done? Right? That's exactly right. And, and that's an internal right. question that only you can answer. I can't answer that for you. I cannot answer that for you. But you can, you can study yourself and, and, and think deeply on that. And then what are you going to do different next time? What does that mean to you? Where are you going to go from here? It says a lot about your integrity. Yourself, you know, integrity towards yourself, you know, and then that translates into integrity with your business. You know what I mean? Are you the kind of guy that makes a mistake out in the field and is going to come out? And put it, or are you the one that taillights it and it just moves on? You know, the, these guys that are, you know, making this, you know, hey, I failed the test, you know, boom, I'm going to do it again. That's the same kind of guy that does a shower and has a problem. You call him six months later and he's going to come back and fix it. You know, he's going to come back and fix it. That, that's, that's your mentality. You know, it's all about personal integrity. You know what I mean? If, if you are self-driven, you'll motivate yourself to do things you don't want to do. You know, you know you don't want to do it, but you know in here you got to do it. you got to do it. You have to have that integrity, you know. And, and I, I took my test twice. You know, I failed the test. I was bitter. I was angry. I was this. I was that. You know what I mean? You know, you go through a lot of different emotions when you fail the test. You know, you know, I was embarrassed. You know, I was around a bunch of different, bunch of my guys on Facebook. You know, this and that. But I, I got in there. I threw the mud event again. I said I'm gonna do it in front of everybody again. I got in there. I did it. I passed. I'm, I'm good to go. You know, and, and, but that's what I mean. It, it wasn't about. Uh, it, it's a. It's a, you know. It's one of those things. You know, you, you you can't get it right. You're gonna get it right. You know, if if you're having failures out in the field. You go out and you fix them. If you're having failures when your education, you fix it. You know what I mean? It's it it, it, it all correlates with yourself. Like you're saying, you know, the guys that fail in this and that, but they're constantly trying. That's the guy I want on my team. That's exactly the same mentality that I have with these guys out in the field or with other contractors. You know, you know, oh, this guy's not the best contractor. This and that. No, no, but that guy will stay till 10 p.m. You know what I mean? I don't care if he's the fastest. I don't care if he's this. I know if I call Bob and I send him to this job on Tuesday, he ain't leaving till it's done and done right. You know what I mean? I don't care, you know, how much he charges. I don't care how much he this. I know it's about his personal integrity. I know you send this guy to a job, he's going to get it done, and he's going to get it done right. And that's what and that's what's important, you know. And the guys that get to that point are the ones that fail and learn, fail, and learn. And just you're in an industry that's going to require that from you because this isn't an industry you can go to college for. It's like, right. oh, I went to tile college, so now I'm, now I'm out. 
by the way, I did go to college, quite a bit of it, and guess what? The risk is identical. The risk is identical. I still fail. I fail every single day. As a matter of fact, if I'm not failing, I know I'm not pushing hard enough. So, you know, it, it's, it's just two different roads to the same Eldorado, right? And, and the thing that I love about tile contractors is that tile is still more art than it is science. I don't care how many people in my lab are working on the next special whatever. Ultimately, you're still an artist. You're still doing a piece of art as an installation. And that, to me, is, I think, so, there's so much um, beauty in that, is that this is the mentality that you're pushing again. You, you know, my mother was an artist. My mother was an artist. She was an actual, true, no BS, pottery artist. And she starved for her art. And I know what that looks like. I was front row. I watched it. And now I feel like I'm connected spiritually to... to these people, because I see them in the same mentality that my mom had. And the great thing that I think that my team and, and people like Scott can give is the fact that we are willing to put our backs behind helping that learning curve be much smoother. You don't have to do this on your own. You do not have to do this on your own. And I can speak for my friends. I have my really good friends from Mape here. I've got my friends from Ardex here. I got, and I, when I say my friends, I mean, like, literally, there's a guy named Matt Sparkman here. He's the guy who hired me. I would be in this industry. He's the guy who hired me. So, I mean, like, these are... These right, are really, where you are now. Yeah, and, and, and these guys changed my life. And I know that in our industry, the difference is this. We get together organically. This is completely organic. Nobody, there's nobody here that anybody flew out on a special scholarship or whatever. People drop what they did and came together. And then, and then the bigger part is, you know, they want to help. We will help you. We will help you. All I require, I will give you all of my force and backing. All I require is that you have the right mentality. Own mistakes. Own them quickly. Be honest about it. Know that you, we're on the same side of the table. And I'm going to help you get through challenges. That's our philosophy. And I, and I know that it's not, it's not a, only a Latter Creek philosophy. I know a lot of people do this. Sure. And... and that is the part of our industry, I think, that is that's really cool and special. And I think that that is going to be what makes our industry go to the next. Because here's the, there is a threat, and we have to talk about the threat. People are buying plastic and putting sure. plastic on floors. You know why? The black eye doesn't help. When, when, when we have hacks out there hacking up work, it makes it harder for all of us to make a living at the work, because there are some, unfortunately, people who will specify something as just, you know, I would love to have tile, but I just, I'm not confident that we can get it done right, so I just want the cheapest, easiest installation of whatever, and let's just, let's just get it done. And in my world, that means that the world is missing out on art. That means that we have selected something, usually made in a foreign land, that's ultimately bad for the environment, that will be a temporary installation and a temporary floor that's terrible for everybody. And I, and I think that in our, in our world, the, one, the special thing is what's going to get us through. That's really where I was exactly. driving at there. 
the people like Jim Olson, Bart Bettega, Scott. I mean, I I'm, I shouldn't even have started naming names. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. Listen, listen to everybody else I love. You guys know. Um, you know, and Mario, look. <laughs> He started a party, man. That was it. Look at this guy. Of course he started a party. If I had to put a lineup of 20 people in the room and say, pick the guys who are going to start a party. That's him. Like, I hate to profile people. This is what it looks like. So, so, but the wonderful part about that is, is these are also the people that if I was in trouble, I'd call. Right. If I needed back up. Real people. Real people. That's exactly right. If I needed help, they'd help me. I know they would. In fact, I have a physical example of this. I had uh, last year this time, little about a couple months ago actually last year, I took a 3,500-mile road trip in the middle of COVID where I had tile people put me up in their house, you know, put me at their dinner table, feed me, take care of me, treat me like family. So I know what I'm talking about isn't nonsense, and I know you've experienced the same thing. Yep. And I know you've experienced the same thing. Absolutely. And, and I know you've experienced the same thing. And how cool is that? I mean, how cool is that? I, I can't name one company in any of the other industries that I'd be at that I'd be like, crap, I'm in the middle of Idaho. I'm, I got right. a flat tire. Right. You know, Let me jump on GTP quick. See who's <laughs> up around here. No, no kidding. Uh. No, no kidding. I, I could seriously, absolutely true. If I had a problem and I'm in the middle of nowhere, I could go to social media right now. I could hit up Tile Money. I could hit up GTP. I could say, hey, guys, I need some help. I'm going to have help. I know it. It's done. And it's totally a cool thing. It really is a cool thing. I mean, we have a, a really diverse and fragmented industry. Totally. But it's a family. Totally. It's, it's, a t- it's, it's a tough industry. You know what I mean? You're, you're in an industry of wants, not an industry of needs. It's a beautiful part, you know. That's the money part, and and that's a tough life. You know what I mean? Because people can get a plastic inserted shower, people can get a plastic this or that. That you don't need the solid surface granite countertop. You don't need the high end tile shower. You know, it's what people want. You know. Well, you guys are making my job a heck of a lot easier. I, and I'm enjoying this. You know, I, I'm the interviewer. That means I'm the guy who asks questions. That means I'm the guy who, sh- you know, should be learning the most, right, and should be listening. And I really enjoy learning from all of you. I mean, hearing Ron and Scott and Mario, and Ron, you just talked about investing back in people. And, and really what you're talking about is, is looking you know, you're 10 steps ahead. You're looking, you're thinking generations, you know, your, your um, mentors in Ladycrete, they're thinking, you know, how do we set this up for generations down the road? Tile contractors, we know. I, I spoke with Woody Sanders. I'm, I'm going to bring him up again because I just interviewed him. You can listen to it to, this coming Tuesday on the podcast. He's investing in his company because he's thinking, what does this look like when I retire? I, wa- I want these people to have a solid job. I want my people to keep going. I want to build something that lasts longer than myself. That's what Ladycrete does. That's what the CTF is doing. You're really thinking generations because this isn't no immediate gratification. You're thinking generations in the future. You know, Mario's thinking generations in the future with mud. You know, how do we get these young guys inspired to, even if they don't take this home and and, and start incorporating mud in their business, they know it exists. They have a little more passion for the industry. They know a little bit more about where they came from, right? Where, what's the history? What's the passion and, right. and, and they go away with that passion that zeal and they know who to call or they know that they they might need to rely on this uh information this that they're taking in tile money's the same way you know i i'm a fool i should be tile contracting right now it's 2021 but i'm doing tile money i'm investing 
into it. And I'm because I believe and I see the dozens and hundreds of guys who call in and they say, we love your show. We've raised our prices. I meet them at these events. And I'm thinking, shoot, if I if if I had the, the privilege really to do that in three years and with the backing of the industry, what's going to happen in 30 years? Where is tile money? And I'm, I'm I can't wait to, to get off this microphone and retire and see this tile money continue. And I'm sure you're the same way. You can't wait to retire and see the next leader. And you can't wait to put the next leader in your place. And you can't wait to put the next leader in your place. I can't wait for mud 50. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. So let's talk a little bit about we're, we're going off 40 minutes. We've got some time. Let's talk a little bit about the, the future of industry training. We, we've learned, everybody's learned a lot. I think the whole world has shifted in the last 18 months. You've learned a lot. You've learned a lot. You've learned a lot. What are we going to do in the future from here on out? How do we utilize technology plus some of the standard trainings? And, 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 and you know, where do we go from here? I was impressed. I went to coverings. I was planning a podcast. I was live streaming out. So a hybrid event, right? I was impressed with NTC. They were live streaming in. They're thinking 10 steps ahead. They live streamed in Joshua uh, Nordstrom and Lee Calliwert and the team that put together the, uh, what was his name? The mural? Yeah. The, the alligator. The dragonfly dude? Yeah. Yeah. The alligator had a name. I, I forget the alligator's name. They named it. Oh, oh. they named it? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, they, they made this beautiful, uh, it was an alligator mural. Uh, and what I'm saying is there's been, you know, we're starting to see hybrid events where we're at a, a real event where we're streaming to LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. Where, where are you taking CTI if you want to talk about ACTs as well? And then we'll go on to these two gentlemen. Boy, where do I start with that one? It's been difficult to move this to the next level. Uh, I created it. I've got a host of evaluators, some of whom are here. Uh, I couldn't do it without them. You mentioned Woody Sanders. I can't say enough about him and John Roberts. Those two guys are stellar, and they were the ones that we gave the award to this year at Coverings because their service. Those two gentlemen are the ones that say, not, well, let me check, let me see what I can do. It's where and when. And that's really the, the focus of it. But those guys are my age. Well, no, I'm older. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, we, need, we need the younger people to bring them in. So we're working to get that younger generation in because without them, we're toast. You have nothing to sell. They have nothing to install. We got nobody and to if, do. we don't, if we don't solve the, the labor issue, and it's not just us, every... every and I mentioned the restaurant industry earlier. Everybody's got the labor issue. We've created sort of a, a social environment now where people don't really want to work to right. some degree. Right. And it's tough to get them off of the, well, I'm just going to sit here until the benefits run out. And that's really an unfortunate circumstance. And I don't want to go political here. That's not my point. But we've got to get the people into the industry, whether they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, they still have some, some time left. I'm out. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm to where, that point. And that's where Ron, like, was speaking that this event is kind of like the burning man of events. And I, I feel like it's, it, it's, it's the future of events. Like, this, this isn't, this isn't um, 20 years ago before social media. I don't think this event would have took off the way to, it, oh, this is the smoke weed, drink beer event. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been respected the way it has, it hopefully will be over time. This attracts that young crowd. You know, these guys that have been in it two, three, four years. 
They live on social media. They see this. They see the mud. They see, oh, my God, DMFB is going to be here. Mario's going to be there. Joe Lima is going to be there. They see these guys on Facebook. They see these guys doing the job. And, and I don't want to say they idolize it, but they, they have no other places to look for motivation. You know what I mean? And then when they get the opportunity to meet this guy in person, I'm there. I guarantee you there's at least one guy here that came just because there was one person that they wanted to meet. And it was the one guy they watch on Facebook and they watch him set tile every day and they're like, oh my God, I got to meet this guy. You know, and they're here today. You know, and that's that's what this event is about. And I think that that is what's going to really help in our industry in the long term because we are in a social media driven world now. And if we don't move our industry um, as far as education and motivating people to get into the industry that direction, it will fade away. Can I drop some truth here? Go for it. You ready? Let's get controversial. <laughs> All right. So I agree with you guys wholeheartedly about um, social media being, being a big thing. But social media also has one thing that we need to guard against in our industry. Um, it is prone for people to be really crappy to each other. Right. And right. we need leaders in our, in our world. We need leaders in our whole world to start shutting down the voice that is trampling on others. And we need to have leaders who will step in when things start going negative and shut that down. Because our industry is a welcome, a welcome space, and social media, it is so easy to hurt people, you know, because I see a lot of people throwing up some of their first work on there and asking, asking for, for critiques. And let me tell you right now, I don't care what you do. I don't, care, I don't care how good you are now. You put out crap for a long time before you became good. And it's easy to forget that. And um, so... I'm continually, you know, I run Latacrete's Inside Track, actually Sharon runs it, but, you know, created Inside Track, and one of my things on Inside Track is the moment I see anybody say anything negative, they just disappear. Right. I'm like a ninja. Right, right. I just ninja them. They're gone. Gone. Right. And, and look, I'm talking to the admins out there of all these other groups. You guys just just shut it down. Nobody nobody's getting help there. Yeah, there's no arguing. There's no talking back to this guy. There's no this. There's no that. Gone. Just, just delete them. Gone. Just delete them. Quietly, quietly and gone, and then everything works. Maybe I can piggyback here as well, Ron, because I, I have a similar policy. I mean, I, 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 I've said stupid stuff on the Internet. So I, I try to give yes, guys, you know, I, I look at their history, and I, I, I think about, hey, I don't know what this person has gone through today. I don't know, you know, what mental space they're in. I don't know if they're, you know, maybe they're drinking. You know, maybe right. they're smoking. Right. Maybe they maybe they had a really bad day. Maybe their dog died. Maybe the, maybe the, you know we don't know. So to all you out there scrolling and looking for conversations in these Facebook groups, somebody says something bad to you, and you have an, a strong emotional reaction, 
first of all, you can report it to the admins so that we can shut it down and, and get rid of that comment. And maybe we put people on mute for 24 hours a lot because, you know, they, they'll be a different person tomorrow. Yeah, when they wake up. The, the worst thing to do is, is, you know, when you have that emotional reaction. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I've had to learn this and I'm, I'm still going to have to learn it. It's a continual thing because emotional responses. Realize it's not that big of a deal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut this off for an hour or whatever. I don't know this person. I don't, I don't want to take it. I don't want to keep going negative and just walk away. And, um, you know, it, it, it's true. I mean, that, you know, w- with these groups, 6, 7, 10, 12, 20,000, you know, things are going to come up. Yep. It's, it, you're in a room of t- t- possibly like 20,000 people on Tile Geeks, 20,000 personalities, Possibly, uh, you know, how many, you know, around the world, possibly you're talking to someone in New Zealand and they're a day in the future. (laughs) I mean, you you know what I mean? And and they have a different culture, maybe some language barriers often. And and this is the reality. So if if you're going to be on Facebook, use it as a tool. I always say go there to ask a question or to answer a question. And the problem is with this old grumpy bastards that have been doing it 30 years it never happened. You know, I, it really is generational, man. I, I feel like yeah. these, these younger kids, I have kids that are, teen, you know, my kids are young adults and teenagers, and, you know, they, they, they have a different um, mentality about social media. Social media doesn't affect them like it affects us. I remember when social media first came out, people would say something. I'm like, you know, you know, I was like, give me your address. I'm driving the weather right now. You know, I wouldn't want to see that coming around. Kids kids don't have that. You know, these these younger generation, they don't have that mentality about social media that like we are there you know that this is like all they've known it's kind of like one of those things where you know your mom didn't have tv she had the radio and you had now you guys grew up with tv or what was that thing that when they had uh, that scare on nbc where they had the alien thing that they had the alien invasion that scared the shit out of everybody in the 40s know. and thinking that it was like get oh, it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they had the, the world, world of the worlds, world. right? And the people are like, oh my God, that, that, that's the kind of generational switch we're in right now. Mm. I think you're right. The, 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 you know, social media is shocking to people like us, this older generation where, mm, yeah. you know, you know, being a man, you know what I mean? You talk shit to me, I'm going to fuck you up. You know yeah. what I mean? This and that, you know, that, that, that's, that's our mentality. Yeah. This younger generation, they, they, their brains are trained already for all of that outside interference. Mm. That's, they've known it their entire life. Sure. But here's, what I'm, here's my concern, right? and I understand where you're coming from, and I, I actually completely agree with it. Um, but here's my concern. This work is hard already. It's physically hard. Right. And I know some younger dudes, you know, and, and people, rather. You know, you're already, you're already getting them out of their comfort zone already because it's hard work. And if you're getting abused on top of that hard work. Right. Hey, look, if, if I raised my kids the way I was raised, I would be on the news. Right. On, on, right. You know what I'm saying? And, right. I, and I see some people in the crowd that are green. Oh, yeah. I'd be on the news, you know, because oh, yeah. I lived in the spare the rod, spoil the child generation. And when they say the rod, it was whatever was close. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So, so we don't have to pass that on. No. And that, and that, I think, is my higher point. That's my higher point is we don't have to pass that on. I'd rather be about the good thing. I'd rather be about the what's the nice thing I can say about this guy. This, this installation is not as good as it should be. No. We know it. But they, what are the things I can do to my, my help? Hey, listen, I'm going to help you find your rep because 
that'd be a relationship that might be helpful for you. I'm going to help you do, you know, it's just be about being helpful. That's but, all I'm saying. I just want, I want to kind of put well, a little and, part of this as a commercial to be helpful. And, it's, and that's it's, what it's, I love about these young guys, man. They'll post like some crazy shit. You're like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> They'll post something. You that's know innovative. You know, but you know, you'll get guys that have been doing this for 25 years. They won't. Right. And they'll be the guy that I don't post my work on Facebook because you guys are mean. No, you don't post it because you ain't doing shit right. You know, I mean, that, that, that's why you Could don't be. post it, you know. But you get these young guys, you know, they've been in a couple of years. Hey, look at this. What am I doing wrong? You know, you get some guys that flame them. And, 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 and I feel like those people that do that shit, they've already got it in their mind. They're going to filter that stuff out. You know, and then you do get your group of guys who's they hit you on the private. Hey, you know, hey, if you're going to red guard the seams, it's going to take you 10 more minutes to red guard the whole damn shower. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, true, just true. you know, just waterproof the whole damn thing. You know, true. and they respond really well to it. You know, you get some guys that you know. One of the best ways I found to interact and kind of steer people is to ask questions. Right. That way you get them answering the question, and as it as they're typing it out, sometimes they'll learn just by typing out their comment. That sometimes they'll say, "Oh yeah, that doesn't make sense." Yeah. Hey, why? How are you planning on tying that in? How are you planning your topical? You know, to tie that into right. a traditional drain. Right. Like, how? What do you? What is your thought process here? You know, not. You shouldn't do that. It's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. it's just like, what are you doing? What's your thought process? Because maybe, maybe I'll learn something for one, or maybe I'll get them thinking. Um, oh, and the other thing is, why don't we take care of people? The, we all know that there's social media. We do when we out get there. together. Well, sure. We do when we're face to face. But social media doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it seems right. to be a, a five minutes of fame, a one upper. Yeah. Call it what you will. Yeah. Right. It serves no purpose. I mean, right. there's, there's some posts yeah. that I just won't react to. Right. If right. we PM me right. and let me help you. That's right. Luke what you're saying. Yeah. Let's okay, so. let's see if we can find these guys and draw them in, not push them away because if they get that initial post and everybody jumps on their case, they're going to go away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if we bring them in and say, "I can help you." Right. Right. It's and it's the same way with the CTI program and you so eloquently said that Ron is if you fail, it's not a failure. I'd love to eliminate that word. It's just a stepping stone. Right. Like it just brings the, you a little closer to what you really need to achieve because whether it was in college or whether it's in the tile-setting trade, you've got to move to that next step. If you, if you don't have a failure or have something that changes your course, you'll never get there. Right. right. I mean, but we a, need to be there to help them. You're talking about like the negativity. is like unintentionally the MUD group, right, the MUD Facebook group, you know, it was mud versus foam. You guys are this. You guys are that. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, and it got it, it got out of control. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I created it because you know mud guys were getting kicked out of groups left and right, and by our by our own thing. You know what I mean? Crazy. By our own thing. You know, you jump in. We're teasing people. We're this. And we're that. You know, and you know. So I started I started the mud group. You know what I mean? And mud guys are just as, were just as hard on each other in that group as as anybody else was. But then guys like Ryan Gillette. Jumped on the group, and one day this guy posts that he scratched and browned a shower in Washington. And he's like, hey, I just want to show you guys what I did. And I'm, like, looking at the shower, and I'm like, you did what? And he goes, dude, and he wrote in the, wrote in the post, I, I learned by watching you guys in this group. And um, this was probably just after my first mud event. And I, I remember, like, sitting down. I was drinking beer at my house, and I was like, Shocked that I got my wife and I showed her and she she goes are you kidding me and I said no I said this guy like said that he watched videos on 
my my and, and at that point I wasn't taking this seriously. Right. You know what I mean? I wasn't taking this seriously. It was just a place for mud guys to talk shit to you phone didn't guys. Get the power. Right. You didn't understand the power. Right, 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 right. You know? And then I got this guy going, man, this this group has changed my life. Right. And I and and it it, it really it, sits, yeah. Yeah, that well, hits it, hard. It, when whoa, says it just that. totally changed my whole thing. You know, I'm like sitting here with an empty beer. I <laughs> I, I didn't even know how to get up and grab the neck because I, was, I just my mind was going it's like I, it's like you know I just lifted off and went to Pluto right now yeah. you know like you know like I had no idea that you know drinking beer and taking pictures of my work at night and making videos of guys that are like Joe, Jose Mesqua you know with his little fast videos of floating showers was going to translate into another guy really changing the direction of his whole um, meaning in this industry. And, and it's not just him. There's been multiple guys that have posted pictures and videos of guys like just hanging out on your group. I've learned to float showers. I've learned to do this. And, 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 and that is the power of education. And once you get a taste of that, you want more of it. Right. And that's, that's what I love about being a, you know, a tiny part of Tile Money and helping that start and being part of you know, the CTEF and the NTCA and coming and taking part of MUD. I love changing lives. That's my whole thing is I want to change lives. I studied leadership. I study it hard. Why? Because that is how I can change the most lives. And when I say change lives, you are maybe at the beginning unwittingly Helping someone make a mortgage payment, helping someone pay a right, maybe right, pay, pay a college right, tuition for their kids. Right. You know, this is this is how we work together. We're actually changing people's lives. And once you really connect to that, right. then you start realizing, oh man, some of this stuff that happens is just nonsense. Right. Laugh at it and move on. Right. Because the higher goal is tile money. If you are a business person and you are in tile and you are while you're working, you're listening to the Tile Money podcast, and you decide, you know what, I think I'm undercharging for my, my work, and I am going to push hard to get that price increase that I need. Mission accomplished, right? That's right. That's, That's right. mission accomplished. And, right. It's and, a start. And for, me, and for me, that means that I have a partner in the future. That partner in the future is more durable because that business is durable, and we're going to make you know, a world that maybe when my daughter's get done with whatever journey they are, if they want to come into this, um, to this environment, that they're going to have a nice place to be because I'm helping make it a better place. You know, I, I, I get really connected to this big time. I think it's, it's really what drives me professionally. It's the reason why yesterday I'm standing in New York City. Today, today I'm in the middle of Idaho. Right. Um, yeah. You know, this, right. Is, this, is, this is important right. for me. It really is important. And, and I can say that and I can, I can say that about you. I can I can say it about everybody who's here. So it's really a cool thing. It's important I to everybody. And, people, and a lot of people who aren't. No, wait, no, 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 no. Let me, let me bring it home. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's important to a lot of people who couldn't make it. I mean, everybody yeah. has circumstances, right? Sure. Uh, you know, and we can't host every tile setter here in Idaho Falls at Tile Trends. But It'd be fun to watch. <laughs> It'd be fun to try. <laughs> now, you know, uh, in, in true mud and Burning Man fashion, I, I, I didn't really prepare too much for this podcast episode. I just had the one theme, industry training, the future of industry training. And my brain kind of goes like, oh, physical. We're going to talk about ACTs. We're going to talk about physical things. We're going to talk about, you know, things that are happening next year. 
And, and what I've really taken away from this conversation, I want to thank all three of you gentlemen for doing such a fine job because, you know, even like Scott Carruthers, he got about 15 minutes of warning. And, you know, I, just, I told Mario this morning and, and you guys really came in here and had an excellent conversation. What I really took away fr from the future of industry training and the future of our industry, it depends on not physical things, not tangible things necessarily, but attitudes, leadership. Uh, camaraderie we've talked about all of that stuff for the last 59 minutes and and, and really you know we've we've all talked about how uh, how we're doing that and, and how we would like to encourage others to do that to lead to you know be a friend to you know help each other out and, and I think that's really what I've taken away from this conversation what I'd like to do is get another, uh, one last comment from each of you and then we're going to wrap this up Scott, you want to go take it away? Um, anything you want to say to the Tile Friends, Tile Money Podcast listeners, Tile Contractors? Sure. Uh, thank you for being there. We couldn't do it without you, without the camaraderie, the family orientation. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a, a trade. Uh, We've got to continue to work hard to get certification out there. I'll continue to preach that till I die. If we don't have that certification, we have no bar to which we can measure and get that industry level increase so that we get out of that black eye syndrome. The only way we can do that is by raising the bar in testing and then going to the advanced certification program, which we're trying to get ramped back up. COVID has really knocked us flat, but uh, the real problem I have right now is I can't get installers to attend because they're just doing six twelves and they have no time left. And one important factor that is more important to me than anything is, and Ron, you hit it, is family. If you don't take time for your own family, and if my wife is watching this, I'm toast. <laughs> because I haven't, because I haven't, I haven't been, home, I, I haven't been home much. Uh, but that's just what it takes to drive this. Uh, and it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about any of us. It's what we do as a group to make this thing grow further. And it wouldn't happen if it wouldn't be for the people in the industry. Mario got this started. Mike, we couldn't do without you. Thank you for yeah, what you've Mike. done here at Tile Shout Friends. Shout out to Mike Foster. He, he he's got, got a beautiful he, showroom. It's he, a beautiful showroom. He got in, and he's, you know how long he's been here? Two years. Two years. Am I right? Yeah. He's done this in two years. Right. And he's willing to host this thing. And I heard the comment of, I hope he realizes what he's gotten himself into. But without folks like this that are willing to take that step right. and move out in front as a leadership capacity to say, this is what we're about and this is what we have to get done. It's easy to say, I'll do it later. Because later never comes. And now it's past. And Eric Astrakhan said this to me early on. He says, be careful. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to be old. And it's too late. So get it done. Just get out there. Get it done. Be a part. Be active. That chair, thank you, Chris, for filling that chair because that was my empty chair that I said <laughs> earlier. That's the guy that we need, not you, because you, we know who you are. But it's the people that are not out there because they're smarter, faster, and more unscrupulous just to make a buck. That's not what we're about. We're about quality workmanship that people will want us back. The thrill I had in my business in Pennsylvania was I worked for mom and dad, and I was in it long enough that I got the second generation when the kids came home from college and came back to town to go to work. I said, oh, you did my mom and dad's house. That's when you figure, okay, maybe I've been here a little too long. 
But that's the fun part of it is seeing that second generation coming in because that's, that's something you don't advertise for. People will know good work when they see it, and that will sell itself. Thank you, Scott. I really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, Ron, you have any closing comments? Yeah, all right. I'm going to talk to the guys who are just starting. I wanna, if I'm talking to the people who are one year into the trade right now, okay, I want you to do, I want you to do this. I'm giving you advice that's going to change the trajectory of your career. The first thing you need to do tomorrow is join the NTCA, period. You need to join it. I don't care what any of your friends are saying that's not worth it. They're lying. I'm telling you, I'm one of the leaders in this industry, and I'm giving you something that's going to change your world. Join the NTCA. Do it tomorrow. If you need help doing it, get a hold of us. We'll help you do it. Um, Find that book and study it like the Bible. Study the manual and start doing everything according to that manual tomorrow. It will not hurt your business, I promise you. All right, so there's, there's number one and number two. Number three, I think you should find every like-minded manufacturer that you like and make a friend. Make a friend with your local rep. Make a friend with your local distribution warehouse. Make friends and make a network. Do that immediately. Get to know these people personally, know their names, know their kids' names, know them personally, because it's not if you need them, it is when you need them, and you need a relationship. So do that immediately. And then finally, you never take a job because it's exposure. You will not pay your bills because of exposure. Never bet on the come. What I mean by that is... You don't get paid by pats on the back. You don't get paid by pats on the back. Every single job needs to be profitable. You will lose money. You need to start building a war chest right now. Right now. I suggest 10%. 10% of everything that you make, I want you to call that account FU money. And I want you to start putting that in a bank account. Because one day you're going to need to say FU and it's going to be expensive. If you do these things, you have a shot. You have a shot. And I want to tell you the upside. The nicest wine I've ever drank in my life has been in the house of tile contractors. The nicest boats I've ever been on are owned by tile contractors. The nicest vacation properties I've ever seen are owned by, by tile contractors. The nicest airplanes I've ever dri- driven on are owned by tile, tile contractors. The nicest cars I've ever driven are owned by tile contractors. So who is ever telling you that you cannot make money in this industry just doesn't understand themselves how they do it. This industry is highly profitable. The risk is the same. The risk is the same. And then finally, not everybody is wired to own their own business. True. Not everybody should own their own business. You need to be honest with yourself in the morning. If you are grinding it out and on a treadmill, talk to a friend. Because maybe it's time to partner up. Maybe it's time to take your skills to another company who has it wired out and have a very good and fulfilling career. I have owned my own business. I do not work in my own business anymore. There's a reason. I could start a company tomorrow. It's not where I'm wired. It's not how I'm wired. I am wired to be part of a larger team. I do very well as part of a larger team. I love the family that I work with. It's very fulfilling for me. So know what you are and know what you are not. Um, and I think that that is the best thing I can tell you. And finally, you'll always have a friend in me as long as you're on the upside. 
You always have a friend. So if I can help, I'm not joking. I really mean it. My cell phone number is 203-671-0057. That's my personal cell phone. You can call it anytime you want. That's, that's a true statement. I really appreciate it, Ron. And he means that. Yes, he does. And I uh, appreciate your, your closing comments and, and your support. That What you said about, you know, uh, really personal reflection on if you should be a business owner, that could be a, a hard pill to swallow for, for some people. Right. Um, and, but it's, it's a true statement. One of the uh, great joys of Tile Money running this podcast is I've been able to uh, introduce myself and meet so many contractors that I didn't know existed. And there's not enough of them that are, are truly good employees but we have, you know, I bring, you know, Woody Sanders, Dirk Sullivan, uh, you know, Chris Walker we've had on, Dan Welch we've had on the podcast. All these amazing tile contractors who are paying not just a, um, a wage, but a, a career, you know, uh, something, you know, beyond just a, a pay, uh, you know, a 1099 or even a, you know, a, just a straight pay. Um, they're providing, you know, benefits uh, full career package and it's been a great privilege to identify these people we need more of them in the industry that's kind of tile money's mission is to build up and strengthen the, the business owners who just need that extra push and, and want to do better for their people and I, 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 I've really enjoyed it. Uh, Mari you have any last, last words? Um, yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> lay it on us brother <laughs> He's never a loss for words. He's good. No, you know, and, you know, I agree with everything you guys are saying with the education, you know, and, and being self-aware and all of those things, you know, but look at me. I'm a track rat from Fresno. I didn't go any, a dime. I was doing tile before I graduated from high school. There is a lot more to this industry than just being on your knees and gluing tiles to this ground. You know, a lot of guys have trouble. I had troubles five years ago seeing what my future in this industry was. You know, I, I think I'm still at the point now where I'm still kind of trying to navigate what my future for the long term in this industry is. But the, the point I'm making is, you know, my friends are going to college. My best friend's the director of respiratory therapy at fucking Fresno Community Hospital. This and that. I'm still, you know... I was just having a beer with him the other night. He's like, he's like Jesus, Mario. He's like, we everyone high school like you set tile and you had house parties. <laughs> and he's like, here I am sitting with you, forty years old. And he goes, I spent all these years in college. Your my other homie's a lawyer and another buddy who owns a successful business, retired from the military. What do you do, Mario? Um, I set tile and I'm having a party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and you know is that a negative thing no you know what I mean you, you take the tools that God gave you and you run with them and if you, if you stay on your path it, 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 things will work themselves out you know what I mean you, you just focus on what you got going on and realize you know, you know a lot of guys find themselves feeling like they're in a dead end you're never at a dead end when doors shut doors open yeah, one of my favorite sayings is, uh, you know, whether you believe you can or you, you can't, you're right. 
And it's like the CTI test. You've got to go in envisioning yourself, you know, picturing yourself doing everything right, you, you know, doing everything by the hour. What am I going to do? And that's really what I, I feel a journeyman is, somebody who can sit there the night before and work out every single step the night before. doesn't always happen, but when it, when it happens, it happens, and, and an eight-hour day turns into a six, and you drive home with a big smile on your face because you just hit it everything right. And that's really what the CTI test is all about. Um, and I, I really appreciate you owning, you know, your, your part in this industry because it is important. And you're saying, hey, I'm bringing people together. I'm attracting younger people and sh- introducing them to Scott and Ron and Luke. And, you know, we're, we're, it's a, connect, a connectivity issue. You know, people who throw parties, they're people of people and, and they're right. connectors. You know, they, right. they connect people. And, and that's really cool. So I, I appreciate it. Um, Listen, thanks everybody who's been watching us live on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Huge shout-out to shagtools.com once again. Go to shagtools.com for thousands of installation tools and supplies. Free shipping, over $100, guys. What an incredible deal. Use promo code TILEMONEY for a discount on your first order from shagtools.com. Thanks again, everybody. I've really enjoyed this episode. If you want to stay in touch, all things Tile Money, go to tilemoney.com, sign up for our newsletter. We have a weekly email going out, tilemoney.com. Every week we publish one of these episodes. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, pretty much all the podcast players, as well as YouTube. You can watch us. So, Tile friends, stay positive out there. And by all means, stay profitable.